0: With some of Evan's struggles in blocking the other night, how much of that is on you guys to, to put him in a better position, and how much of that is on him to just you know execute better what he's asked to do? Yeah, we believe Evan can be a complete tight end. He's demonstrated that uh, at different times throughout his career, and certainly during our time together in training camp up to this point. So uh, he, we, we don't see him as a one-dimensional player. He's only a receiver. Obviously, he has very good receiving skills. He's got great speed to get vertically down the field and can be a very good route runner, but we also see him as someone who's willing to do the stuff uh, that, that tight ends do, uh, play on the ball with his hand on the ground, block the different ways uh, that we'll ask him to block. Obviously a big challenge in the game the other night was blocking their edge guys, 90 and 48, You know, both for our tight ends and for our tackles. And uh, I thought there were some Uh, There was good evidence of us being able to do that at different times, collectively as a group, and other times it wasn't good enough. But uh, we don't see Evan as a one-dimensional player. We see him as a guy who can do all the things necessary uh, to play tight end in this league, and and his willingness to do that is something that we really think is, is very positive for our team. Thanks. Zach? Hey, Jason, I'm, I'm sure you weren't really happy with the rushing production the other night. I'm, I'm curious, like, when you went back and watched the film, like, what were some things that stuck out that you guys need to improve on going into the next game? Well, obviously, they're a very challenging defense. They're a great defensive front, and they've been a very good run defense for a long, long time. They came into the game with the idea of, of not letting us run the football based on what they played and, and how they played it. Uh, having said that, we didn't run the ball the way we needed to run it. Uh, e- even when you're playing against teams that are that are really concerned and focused on taking the run away you have to find ways to do it and, and i think if you look at the different runs we had there were examples of situations where we got beat uh, their guys simply beat our guy there were examples where we didn't communicate well together and we weren't on the same page and uh, and those are things we just simply have to clean up going forward but you know we strive to be a balanced team to attack different ways it starts with run and pass and we have to do a better job running the football. Thanks. Chris. Hey, Coach, I'm curious. Um, Tiki Barber made some comments about Saquon Barkley uh, and his pass pro, and that he, if he continues not to pass block, he shouldn't be on the field on third downs. I'm curious about your feelings on that, and what do you think about Barkley and his pass protection? Well, great respect for Tiki, first of all. He's a teammate of mine. and. Uh, you know, I've known him for a long time, and I, I really uh, respect him as a person and as a player uh, in this league. Uh, you know, having said that, you know, we really try to focus on you know, what we need to do with our guys uh, and do in, internal evaluations of how they play. And uh, you know, one of the things we love about Saquon is his desire to, to be a complete back, and that's running the football uh, both inside and outside as a pass receiver and also as a pass protector. Uh, having said that, he can improve in all areas, and, and, and that's something that we like so much about him is his desire to come in and get better and strive to be a complete back. So uh, there was some examples of him blocking well in the passing game the other night. There were some examples of him not uh, you know, blocking as well as he needs to, and he knows that. Uh, we're working on that. We're trying to get him better in that area. Uh, but we love his approach. Uh, we love his desire to be a complete back, and that's going to help him and our team going forward. Thank you, Coach. Ralph? Hey, Jason. Um, I assume that you're not worried about Saquon Barkley. Obviously, you know there's a lot of talent there. But can you say the same about your offensive line? Are, are you concerned by what you saw? Um, and, and what did you think you saw out of them in the opener? You know, it, there's no question there's a challenge for our whole football team to, to, to you know, get our team to the next level. And, and that applies to every aspect of it, every unit. Uh, you know, on our team and, and all the position groups within that, and really all aspects of our running, uh, of our offense. So uh, we, we want to run the ball better uh, than we did. Everybody's got a piece of that uh, you know, from the coaching staff uh, to each individual player, to the different position groups. Uh, we're all a part of that thing. And uh, you know, what you do is you go back and you look at when it was good. There were a couple three snaps where we did run the ball uh, well in the game. There were many more where we didn't run the ball well enough. And, and you look for reasons as to why that's the case. Uh, you know, Obviously, it's, it's a new mix of players up front. We have to do a better job communicating. There's some young players who haven't played very much before. They have to learn and grow from their experiences. You know, What we love about those guys is their approach is outstanding. And, and they've been very coachable right from the start. And uh, there's no better coaching and learning opportunity than a game. And so you come out of that game and you say, OK, what was positive? What can we build on? What were some of the areas where we have to improve? And, again, their approach is outstanding. And, you know, we started that process yesterday in the practice field. That will continue today. We got time for two more. Dunleavy and Lombardo. Dunleavy. Levy. Hey, Jason. Uh, wondering about uh, Daniel. And, obviously, a lot's been made of the interception in the end zone. Uh, how does he correct that, and what was his – let's take that pass away the other 20 decisions uh he made in the passing game what did you think of those yeah i I thought in a lot of ways daniel played a very good game uh the other night i think if you look at his overall decision making um i thought it was really pretty good Uh, i thought he made a lot of a lot of really good plays and sometimes in an environment that was challenging whether it's down or distance people around him i thought he stood in there and made some really good throws throughout the game Uh, obviously Uh, You you want to make that, uh, take that uh, decision that he made down on the goal line, Uh, you want that one back, Uh, he'd be the first to tell you that. And again, uh, you know he's a young player and he's going to learn from these experiences. Uh, But he did a lot of good things that we can build on and there's certainly plenty of areas to correct. But uh, I I say this again, his approach is outstanding and he's a very coachable guy and, and we'll learn from the experience. Is that you did a lot of unique things with three tight end sets, one receiver, a lot of interesting formations. Is that something you feel like maybe you've grown the way the NFL has changed since the last, you know, time you were calling plays or was that always a big part of your playbook? Yeah, you know, we've always used the three tight end sets. That's something that's been a big part of it. You know, sometimes based on, you know, the the personnel that you have available to you or the scheme the defense might be playing. You know, you, you might use more of those things one week and less of them the next week. So, you know, we, we try to be a multiple offense. Uh, that starts with run and pass. Uh, it goes to personnel groupings and, uh, you know, how you use formations and motions and tempo and all of those kinds of things. So you try to do what's best for your team, playing to the strengths of your team. You know, maybe trying to neutralize some of the weaknesses you might have and similarly trying to attack you know, the, the the weaknesses of the opponent and, and neutralize their strengths. So that's something we'll do every week. And, you know, we'll have different game plans for the opponent that we play to try to accomplish those things. Last question here, Lombardo. Hey, Jason. How you doing? Um, I- you guys didn't seem to do a lot of pre-snap motion on Monday night, and I'm just curious what went into that decision, and if that's something that um, when the offensive line is struggling that maybe you would consider doing a little bit more because it seems like quarterbacks around the league tend to benefit from that. Uh, yeah, certainly, that's that's always been a big part of what we've done, use of formation shifts and, mo- and motions. We also use tempo, and uh, we used a lot of tempo in the game. There was a lot of no huddle. I don't know if you could, you could figure that out. You know, watching it on TV, but uh, that was a big part of it. So when you're doing that, you know, you might be in the shifts in motion world a little bit less than you typically would be if you were coming out of the huddle.